Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with some samples. You guys, allergies suck and it really sucks when my nose is all stuffed up. I can't do anything. I can't even enjoy dinner because I can't taste my food. I can't work out because I feel so tired and I'm out of it and just forget getting ahead on recording the show because I sound so stuffy. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've honestly been using Claritin D for my allergies forever and it's always been my go-to. I know when spring hits, I won't have to worry about my eyes watering like crazy and my nose running like a faucet. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast. This is Murder With My Husband. I'm Morticia Adams. And I'm Gomez Adams. And he's the husband. And I'm the husband. <laughs> that was really are changing our names. Yeah, that was weird. Um, well, yes, if you're watching, we are dressed up once again as our favorite Adams Family characters. We actually have already dressed up as the Adams Family once before in previous years, but it's so good that we had to do it again. Those costumes were really good. Yeah. We'll post a picture. Yeah, it was so fun, but I like this one too. Yeah. So sadly, Uncle Fester skipped a couple mills, so now we just <laughs> keep him right here. <laughs> that was a good one, babe. All right, I'm trying to think of what we should dress up as for next week. I have one planned for next week. Oh. It's the last week that I have nothing planned for. All right. So give us ideas and maybe we can try make, to do it. Yeah. We can make that happen. Yeah. I think we'll still post pictures of our costumes and little clips for everyone yeah. um, who's like wanting to see it. But you should check it out on Patreon because a reminder that this is the last week that spooky stories will be shared with everyone. The next two weeks, the last two weeks of October, spooky stories are going to be Patreon exclusive bonus episodes for those that support the show in that way. So if you want to check that out, um, that's just Patreon slash murder with my husband. Awesome. Let's hop into this. All right. We are just going to jump right into these spooky stories that were submitted by you. Before we jump in, I might keep the mustache. Okay. I kind of like, I kind of yeah, like. It's not bad. So this says, in 2018, my boyfriend Jonathan and I moved into our first apartment together. We were so excited that we would have our own place and finally be adults. It didn't take long in our new apartment to spot the complex's resident weirdo. He lived in our building on the third floor. We were on the first floor. He was in his late 50s, early 60s, and had a face that seemed to lack all emotion. He drove in an incredibly rusty old truck and would go outside to feed the wild cats in the area every day. He seemed harmless, weird, but harmless. So basically the story goes on that one day in the parking lot, the old man ran up to Jonathan and his partner and he tells them in very vulgar vocabulary that he used to work for the apartment complex and they actually fired him and they are coming for him. And they want to kill all of his cats. And the lady on the fourth floor is a B word. He's kind of just talking crazy, really talking in circles. And they're just kind of like, 
yeah, yeah, okay, you know. Uh Um, He would kind of start laughing too and smiling menacingly while talking to them. And they were kind of like, but but he was upset, but then he'd start smiling. So they were like, what the heck? And he was just standing a little bit too close to them too. So they were kind of like just trying to, you know, get out of the car and get into their apartment. And it was a week later that the apartment complex actually evicted the old man, the apartment weirdo. Um, And so now Jonathan comes back in and says, a couple weeks went by and we hadn't seen any trace of the old man. Jonathan and I are watching TV around 12 a.m. one night when I hear a knock at the door. I pause the show thinking that it may be a neighbor complaining that our TV is too Mm -hmm. loud or something. I look through our peephole to see the creepy old man who had been evicted staring at me through the peephole. What the heck? A smile covers his face, but it's unnatural. I've never seen a smile so big in my life, and it makes my whole body run cold. I start to stumble back from the door. Jonathan sees that I'm pale with fear and says, babe, what's wrong? I whisper back, it's the old man. Tears welling up in my eyes. Jonathan gets off of the couch and stands behind me. We're both facing the door. The man knocks again and it startles me back to reality. I start walking to the kitchen and I grab all the knives that I can. I tell Jonathan to go into the bathroom, which is the only room without a window, and call the police. All I can imagine is like, a knife in between each finger, like the Wolverine. Yeah, he's just standing there. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. So he says he looks back to find that the security bolt was not folded against the door. And this works like a hotel room security bolt where someone can use a key to open the deadbolt, but as long as the security bolt is across the door, it won't open fully. Okay. He says, I silently make my way over to the door, knife in hand, and slowly and quietly fold the security bolt across the door. As soon as it touches the door, the old man bangs into the door, making me jump back a bit, almost dropping the knife. Then it went quiet. No keys, no knocks, no bangs, just whispering. Come on, boys, let me in. It's just me. Come on, it's karma. That is so So weird. He says, if I wasn't utterly freaked out before, I am now. I run to the bathroom and close the door quietly so he doesn't hear us moving around and know where we are. Jonathan has already gotten off the phone with the 911 operator and she said the police were on their way. Five minutes pass and it's still quiet. So Jonathan wants me to go check if the man is still there. I look through the peephole and I don't see anything. I sigh with relief, but then I think to check the parking lot to see if his truck is there. I go to our guest room with a view of the parking lot and peer through the blinds. His truck is parked right next to my vehicle and I see that he's in the driver's seat of his truck. He's staring at me. Well, I can't be 100% sure, but it looks as if we've locked eyes. I don't want to move out of fear that I'd be giving myself away in the off chance that he wasn't actually looking at me. Mm -hmm. He opens his truck door and then breaks me from my stupefied state. I run back to the bathroom and tell Jonathan to lock the door. I fill him in on the information. About three minutes pass before we hear banging on the door. Crap, I say under my breath. Then we hear redacted county police wherever they live their county police that's who they think that's who says they're at the door i go and check the people it is an officer so i open it and i tell him what's going on the officer said he saw the truck outside but no one was in it he said he was going to look around the apartment and see what he could find 
Jonathan and I continue to camp out in the bathroom. All of the lights in our apartment are now off. However, while we were in the bathroom, we started to hear banging noises coming from above us. Concerned and confused, we left the bathroom and ran into the bedroom furthest from the apartment entrance. We wait to hear from the officer, but within 10 minutes, we start to hear crazed screaming, almost demonic noises, hisses, coughs, screams, oh laughs, etc. My heart drops and I'm overcome with more fear than before. What is going on? on. Five minutes later, the police officer came back to our door and said that he found the man in the vacant apartment directly above ours. When the officer got there, the man was standing, facing a corner and laughing under his breath. When the police officer put the handcuffs on him, he began thrashing about, screaming and hissing. The officer told us that he had him in the cruiser and that they arrested him on breaking and entering charges. When the police officer left, we checked the front of our door where there were now dents from the man's keys from him trying to yeah. get into the door. He struck our door with them after being unable to get in. The next day, we went upstairs with the manager of the apartment complex and we saw a small hole in the floor of the bathroom in that apartment. Apparently, the man must have known that we were hiding in our bathroom and he was trying to get in there from the ceiling Holy above us. Holy crap. Luckily, he didn't have any heavy-duty tools to do the trick. This hole was made by a screwdriver being stabbed into the linoleum floor over and over again. What was the reason? He just was creepy? Yeah. Just wow. Yep. And that is the story. That's a pretty good one. I know. Sometimes I'm like, you know, we asked for ghost stories, scary stories, but it really just does go to show that there are people out there that are as scary as a ghost story. You know yeah, what I mean? Seriously. All right. I'm reading another story. You got this. My story starts off with me deciding to stay the night with one of my childhood best friends. Everything seemed like a pretty normal evening of spending the night at her house until it got into the later hours. I have always had sleeping problems and tend to stay awake long past anyone else in the house. My friend was long asleep while I was laying in bed just waiting to be able to fall asleep. This was a time before the luxury slash curse of being able to scroll on a cell phone waiting for the Sandman to put you to sleep. I think that's so funny. That is funny. As I was laying in bed, I began to hear a plastic bag start tussling in one of the corners of the room. The rest of the room was dead silent, almost so much so that it felt heavy and thick. She had a dog named Chucky that was one of the most friendly and protective dogs I've known. Chucky. <laughs> ironic. That's very ironic. I watched Chucky when I was, oh, I don't know, I was oh, so young. That I've scarred never me. Seen it. Scarred me for the rest of my life. However, this night Chucky was sleeping outside of the room. After I heard the rustling of the bag, I even heard Chucky start to growl on the other side of the door. Panic started to arise in my chest as I pulled the cover over my shoulder and closer to my face. Before I get to the most nerve-wracking part of my story, I want to preface that the doorknob on her door was broken. You would have to vigorously shake the handle to get into the room when the door had been closed. So I knew that no other person had come into the room. Because she would have heard them shaking the door yeah. handle. I had my eyes closed because if someone was there, I knew I did not want to see them. My hair was covering most of my face and it was draped over my neck. As I'm laying in the bed trying to ignore the feeling welling up within me, I started to feel my hair being moved off my oh. face and pushed back to the back of my neck. No. It felt close to me. I knew it wasn't my friend because we were in the same bed and had she moved to mess with me, I would have felt the bed move. The heavy feeling went away shortly after my hair had been moved and I just forced myself to go back to sleep. The next morning, I told my friend about what had happened and it was as though the blood left her face. You won't believe what she told me next. She went on to tell me that her uncle had in fact passed away in that very room many years prior to her occupying uh, the room. F no. 
F no. She fully believes that her uncle came to visit her and wanted to know who I was. And that is why he moved my hair from my face. Oh, he was checking. What puts a nice little bow on the whole thing was that that night he came to visit was the anniversary of his death. Apparently, she had just forgotten to mention all this information to me before I decided to stay the night with her that night. Great friend. Perhaps this night is the very reason I feel uncomfortable going to sleep with my hair draped over my neck to this day. Um, and this is from Ashley, and she says, thank you so much for reading the story. Cute. That was a good one, except for I would also have been really mad at my friend if it was the anniversary of the day that someone died in that room, and she was like, come sleep over. Yeah, seriously. Okay, you guys, we're jumping into an ad real quick. There is nothing better than a good night's sleep. Seriously, do not talk to me unless I've had my eight to 10 hours of sleep, I swear. Luckily, Cozy Earth sheets have been introduced into our lives. These premium sheets are made from bamboo, one of the most sustainable plants on the planet. The material is exponentially softer than cotton and certified free of harmful chemicals. It is really soft, I'm not gonna lie. It is, they're so nice. It's temperature regulating, meaning you can wear loungewear or practically nothing and sleep on the sheets during all seasons, no matter the temperature. Holiday season is approaching and Cozy Earth just released their new rib knit collection and we're beyond excited. The superior softness of the sheets are perfect for bundling up and listening to your favorite podcast, also known as murder with my husband also us cozy up on these sheets and listen to our podcast you guys if you use our discount code husband 40 you get 40 percent off which Whoa. is the highest discount cozy earth will be even offering on their site you guys they gave us the best discount code go to cozyearth.com to check out a great selection of bamboo bedding and loungewear once again that's discount code husband 40 for 40 percent off all right, next one says, I just wanted to quickly say you guys are amazing. You make me feel like I'm part of the police department where Garrett is the officer who orders donuts for everybody on Friday and Peyton is the chief of police who is always one step ahead of everybody else. <laughs> That's funny. Anyways, this story takes place in Michigan. Living in the wooded suburbs with strict parents, I was a teenager looking for some fun, and I had decided to go onto a dating app. I swiped across this 24-year-old Caucasian man who looked way older than he said he was, but he was still decent looking, so we messaged for a few days and decided to meet up on a Thursday later in the night, which she's a teenager, meeting up with a guy who looks a lot older than he says he <laughs> who is. Who looks like he's like 30. Yeah. <laughs> Fast forward to the end of 2024, think of your goals. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Hola. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. So a lot of people don't know that Garrett is actually fluent in Spanish, so I feel like I wanted to keep up my game and my goal is to be able to have a conversation with Garrett fully in Spanish by the end of the year and I feel like I probably will hit that. Plus Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. This is the hard part for me. Here's a special limited time deal for you guys right now. Get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription but only for you guys at babbel.com slash husband. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash husband. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L 
audible.com slash husband. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, you guys, Audible is your one-stop app for all things audio entertainment, from bestsellers and the latest releases to celebrity memoirs and gripping mysteries. Audible's library is brimming with countless genres to love and new discoveries to make. Dive into an unparalleled selection of audiobooks and explore exclusive Audible originals brought to life by top celebrities, renowned experts, and fresh voices. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog in including the latest bestsellers and new releases. Plus, you can enjoy unlimited access to a growing selection of audiobooks, Audible originals, and podcasts such as Murder With My Husband. Honestly, I love Audible because I will get into a story while I'm cleaning or driving. Sometimes I get so hooked listening to a story, I just end up finding new places to clean or just end up sitting in my car, which drives Garrett nuts, but I'm out there sitting there. New members can explore Audible free for 30 days. Also this March through May, the Audible sweep you into a realm of intrigue and suspense with their mystery and thriller collection, featuring exclusive new thrillers from their best-selling authors. Their selection is designed to captivate and surprise ensuring your heart rate remains as elevated as your imagination. New members can try Audible for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash MWMH or text MWMH to 500-500. That's audible.com slash MWMH or text MWMH to 500-500. Taking charge of my health is all about being super conscious of what I fuel my body with. Whether it's food or supplements, I'm constantly on the lookout for the top choices and that's why I'm stoked to share with all of you Thorn. Thorn takes a personalized, innovative, and scientific approach to health and wellness with their supplements. They manufacture all their supplements in the U.S. using top-notch ingredients sourced globally. Plus, they team up with leading medical professionals to bring you highly effective nutritional supplements. Whether it's their B-complex, creatine, magnesium, or basic prenatal, Thorn's got all the supplements I need to help promote and maintain my health goals. You guys, I'm actually taking the B-complex vitamins every single morning, and I feel like it enhances my my energy and mood, especially if we've been eating a little bit unhealthy. With Thorn, we never have to question what's in each supplement because they go the extra mile when it comes to quality, manufacturing, and ingredients. Give your body what it really needs with Thorn. Go to thorn.fit slash husband and use code husband for 10% off your first order. That's T-H-O-R-N-E dot F-I-T slash husband code husband for 10% off your first order. Thorn dot fit slash husband code husband. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When we started podcasting, an online store was honestly the furthest thing from our minds. But now we're selling Murder With My Husband merch, and it's so easy because we use Shopify. And we really do. We use Shopify to sell our merch. I've been using Shopify for years, so it is absolutely amazing, easy to use, so intuitive. I love it. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. And it's great because they grow with you. So whether you're just launching your shop or you've just hit a million orders, they are there every step of the way. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. We've actually tried a couple other platforms before we started using Shopify to sell our merch and Shopify is just the best. Um, I've been using it for years, like I've said, 
and I just love having control over it and being able to do what I want. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is a global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash husband. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash husband now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash husband. So she says, trying to keep my personal life discreet and not to get in trouble by my parents, I sent the man an address a few doors away from me. We planned to meet at midnight while my family was asleep, and I gave him specific instructions to only flash his lights when he arrived. As soon as midnight approached, I deactivated my parents' ring security systems oh and gosh. slipped out my window, which this is the second person I've heard who says like that they like would unplug the security yeah. system. Like That's insane. Yeah, it's funny. Um, and she says, making my journey through the dirt road with only my phone in hand, I saw a Toyota Corolla in the distance. He flashes his lights and I enter his car. The man looks unrecognizable from his picture, very muscular, and immediately it sends red flags off in my head. I attempt to make conversation to ease the awkwardness and he replies with short responses. The man urgently turns on his car and starts driving out of the driveway. So panicking, I question him where he's taking me. And he replies, I want to take you somewhere more private. He locks the doors at this point and just starts driving. Oh my gosh, sounds like our first date. Yeah. <laughs> so she says, thinking of the unthinkable, I look around to get a view of his car and I notice that he had duct tape and scissors in a plastic bag in the back seat. This man grabs my thigh, raising awareness to my suspicion and turns my attention to me. Pulling over, he grabs my throat and immediately goes for the duct tape in the back. Holy crap. Yeah. She says, I scream uncontrollably, but no air leaves my lungs. He punches me in my left eye to keep me from squealing and wraps my hands in duct tape and covers my mouth. While all feels helpless, he puts the car back in drive and continues to exit my neighborhood. Minutes feel like hours and I gather the energy to lunge my body at the man, making him lose control of the will. Crashing into a light post, I scavenge for the pair of scissors, freeing myself. The man was unconscious, looking fairly dead at this point, but I didn't care. I booked it. Thankfully, I still had my phone, so I GPS my way home, and I had a 20-minute walk home to make in the pitch darkness during the fall, and I still managed. I've never told any of my friends this story to save myself from the embarrassment of going onto a dating app. I still remember having to lie to my parents, saying I fell walking into the bathroom later in the night. They gracefully never thought anything of it. This event has traumatized me from going out at night ever again. And for the man, I never heard anything of him ever again. Nothing in the news and his profile was deleted after I went into the app to delete my account. Oh my gosh. Did she, did she have his number? Like, can't she report him? I mean, she probably could have, but remember she's a teenager who snuck out. Yeah. It's so true. I think like I had a scary situation once, but I just was like embarrassed and I didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah. So I didn't say anything. And that's probably how she was feeling. That's crazy. She could have been murdered. She Seriously. could have been a story that we're telling. Oh my gosh. Well, we're really happy that you're not. Yeah, seriously. The next story says, first, I love you both so much. I feel like we would be best friends in real life. She says, I have a scary story. My sister and I went to go stay with my dad for the summer. He and my stepmom had just moved into this old house in my hometown that was built in the early 1900s. And I had to share a room with my sister, Liz, who is seven years older than me. When we got to the house, Liz immediately started acting very standoffish and weird towards all three of us. So her, her step, her dad and her stepmom. She called one of her friends and actually ended up leaving pretty quickly to go visit them. 
That night at bedtime, Liz called and said she was staying at her friend's house. My dad, who hadn't seen us since the previous summer, was upset and asked why. She said she didn't feel good in the house and wasn't wanting to stay there at all. My dad took this as her not wanting to be around him or our stepmom. His feelings were hurt, but things went on. Afterwards, I got in bed and he and my stepmom said goodnight. And she's alone because Liz is staying with a friend. Got it. She says, at this point, I don't remember feeling weird or off at all. I went to sleep without any issues. Later, I woke up to someone standing over me humming. I tried to ask what they were saying, but when I went to talk, I felt that the wind got knocked out of me. Pause real quick. Last night, or it was a couple nights ago, Peyton was in the middle of sleeping and <laughs> I touched her head and- No, you, you didn't touch my head. You were- I was like, like yeah, I was like, like rubbing, rubbing your my head. head. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. She thought someone was attacking her. And so she got up. She was freaking out. <laughs> she like, ran into my arms and I was like, babe, what are you I doing? Was crying She's crying. I had like, well, I was at a bachelorette party this weekend, so I hadn't got a lot of sleep. So when I finally came back, I was so tired. So I didn't feel you initially start rubbing yeah. my head, but then all of a sudden, like, halfway in my sleep I was like someone's grabbing my head like trying to pull me out of this bed so I just started freaking out yeah, when I realized it, but she it scared me it was just you yeah. <laughs> so after feeling like the wing got knocked out of her she says the figure reached down near my neck and chest and I couldn't breathe I didn't feel any pressure I just knew that I could not audibly do anything not sure how long it went on for but finally I was able to scream and the figure was gone oh it sounds like sleep paralysis S seriously she says my dad came running in and I told him what happened he picked me up to take me to the couch my stepmom looked at him and he told her what happened she was also clearly upset and they went into the kitchen after a few minutes they came back into the living room and told me to get my bag and that we were leaving the house oh my we gosh. ended up staying at a hotel for the next few days Liz joined us the next day and my dad was able to call the priest to get the house blessed when we moved back in Liz said she didn't feel as threatened I still never knew what they meant by that but nothing else bad or weird happened to me when I was around 14 or 15 we were all four sitting around for dinner and Liz brought up that house they ended up actually selling the house very yeah. like very soon after this incident and she says, I asked whatever happened, and my dad told me that he and my stepmom had been hearing footsteps, laughing, and people humming at night. I'm like afraid someone's gonna. <laughs> You're like checking around. Yeah. She says, my stepmom also had a dark figure stand over her a few times at night, and she felt too like she wow. couldn't breathe. My dad didn't believe this part until it happened to me. So he didn't believe his wife until yeah. the daughter's like same exact thing happened. Liz had always been spiritual and she told me that she instantly felt bad energy when she first walked in the house, which is why she went to stay with a friend. They went to the town's historical society and found out that the house's first owner was a farmer that murdered his wife and two children in the house. Holy crap. He buried them in the backyard of the house and didn't get caught for three years. When the police finally found out, she says, I'm not sure how they did. He died by hanging himself in the basement of that house it was the biggest news in our tiny town for years so there were tons of newspaper articles kept on file wow that one was freaky yeah it's, it had to be real yeah that one's crazy it had to be real there literally had to be something haunting that house murdered his family and then all and then these two like stepmom and daughter experienced the same exact thing without ever yeah. talking to each other about it jeez 
That reminds me when you and I had that scary dream. Oh yeah. And we, so we, we were, we were sleeping and then we woke up and I was like, Oh my gosh, I just had the worst dream. And Garrett was oh, like, I hate talking about this. me too. And I was like, Oh, this is what happened in my dream. And he finished my sentence and we had the same exact scary dream about this woman. Yeah. Needless yeah, to say, I don't we, get were, in. That was, we were casting out demons the rest of the day. That was one of the craziest experiences ever. It was so scary. I promise we're normal. <laughs> All right. The next one says, hi, Peyton and Garrett. First off, I'm a huge fan from Maui and I look forward to Mondays because of new MWMH shows, which oh. Maui. I want to go to Maui. I do too. She says, growing up, I've experienced a lot of spooky, unexplainable events, like randomly getting high fevers for days and doctors having no idea as to why I was sick and also seeing and hearing kids and adults that aren't in the room. The story I'd like to share is based on our childhood home. Aren't they all? Rumor has it that our subdivision was built over an ancient Hawaiian burial site. Mm. One night I was home alone while my family was out running errands. I was in my pantry grabbing a snack when I heard furious fast running going up and down the stairs a few times. Our pantry is actually located directly beneath the stairs. So anytime someone is going up or down, you'd hear it. Immediately the hairs on my arms stood up because I remembered I was home alone. There'd be no reason that someone was running up and down the stairs. She says it felt like an eternity waiting in the pantry before I walked to the stairs to figure out what I was hearing. I got to the bottom of the stairs and turned on the light. And of course, no one was there. As I reached for the light switch to turn off the light, the loud sounds of the footsteps came running directly toward me. I immediately booked it to my kitchen and called my mom from the house phone to find out when they were coming home. Yeah. She didn't answer. I froze in the kitchen and no one followed me and the footsteps stopped. My family came home and I was relieved. I tried to tell my dad what happened and he told me I watched too many horror movies. <laughs> of course. So she says, I just brushed it off. As I was walking up the stairs to my room that night, I heard a low voice murmuring behind me. I turned around and no one was there. When I got to the top of the stairs, the voice turned into a whisper and I heard it right by my oh ear. Oh my gosh. She says, I tried to ignore it and I didn't acknowledge it, but I was terrified. I asked my little sister to sleep in my room with me because I was scared. When we were drifting off to sleep, my sister nudged me because she was scared. But before I could ask her what was wrong, she silently held her index finger to her lips, then motioned for me to listen. I kid you not. As it was dead quiet, we could hear a man loudly breathing in our room as if he was angry. All night, it wouldn't stop and it would come back. We would lay there frozen in fear under the blankets and we were too afraid to call for our parents. The next day as we got ready for school, we told them what happened and they got worried. So they asked my aunt to come over and bless the house. She couldn't tell us why those things happened, but told us to pray immediately if it starts happening again. To this day, my sister and I can sometimes still hear that breathing as if it were right next to us. Oh, I would move out. I would be out. Yeah. She says, I'd love to share more stories if you like. My Instagram handle is underscore K-E-H-A-U-L-X-N-I. Thank you so much for sending in that story. Dang. Yeah, I I don't like the dark. I'm just saying. <laughs> that story actually reminded me because my sister and I shared a bedroom growing up and we had a couple like shared ghost experiences which i feel like when it's just me having a you know a scary moment you're like oh, i'm crazy i'm crazy right you're, you're like, just like instantly real. like i'm just making this up in my head because yep. i'm so scared but when it's like both of you are like staring at each other like are you hearing that too are you seeing that too yeah you're just like double scared it's i don't know there's just something about sharing an experience with someone that makes you be like 
okay, maybe I'm not crazy. Like maybe this is actually happening. Yeah. And I think that's so much scarier. Okay. I don't know what it is whenever we film spooky stories, but do you hear things in the basement? Did no. you just hear that? Oh shoot. No, I didn't hear anything. I keep hearing little things that I don't hear when we normally Sometimes record. I get the chills a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap. Spooky. Something just attacks us while we're filming. <laughs> At least it'd be on camera. You see us just <laughs> fighting with the air because yeah, they can't <laughs> they see can't it. They can't see anything. Like Garrett and Payne are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people? It's just like paranormal activity. We're just like getting dragged yeah. by our hair. <laughs> Anyways, not funny because if that happened, <laughs> it that would, would not be, be funny and we'd have to move. Yes. This is the last week that we are doing scary stories on, I guess, publicly. Yeah, the rest of them are going to be Patreon exclusive. So you can just check our Patreon out. That is Patreon slash Murder With My Husband. All tiers will get the spooky bonus episodes. There's two more of those. And then also next week, there's a, another bonus um, episode, just normal episode for the patrons. So that should be fun. Awesome. All right, you guys, thank you for tuning in to our spooky stories. Thank you for writing them in. I'm actually sad that we all have so many of these that we can read, but isn't that just life? We will see you guys next week with another regular episode. I love it. And I hate it. Goodbye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.